Listening Dog Media. Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter. The rugby podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to the Rockets with myself, Nick Easter, and my co host, Kieran Bracken. So, this week we're joined by uh, Spencer Matthews on uh, Rocket Podcast. And on today's show, Brax, you don't know yeah. this, but right. our phone in is a mystery guest that oh, you exactly. that you have spent a bit of time with. Whether it could be a school friend, it could be an old girlfriend, it could be oh, another, another player, another sportsman, another celebrity. Um, but before he or she comes on the line, I'm yeah. going to give you a few clues okay, okay. to who it might be. So, yeah, look, you're obviously a popular man and you've mixed oh, in the celebrity circles and the sporting circles and the corporate right. circles. It could be anyone, maybe. Um, but uh, I've been given a few clues okay. from your agent. From your agent. From my agent. All right. This guy, I, no, no, these these are my clues. Well, the first one is a terrible clue. Is an only child. As if he's that's an only. He's an she, only child. He or she is an only child. It's not going to be my brothers or sisters, then, is it? So. Uh, uh, I'm going to say pass. Uh, okay, okay. So we're on to the next clue now. Grew up in Dorset. In Dorset? So it's down in the West Country. Someone who I may have played at was, when I was at Bristol. Is okay, this a no. celebrity? Is it a celebrity? Five, five, five seconds, five seconds. Is it a celebrity or is it is it just a random? I'll tell, I'll tell you what, this one will give a little bit more away. 42-year-old performer who has been in the bill. Oh, 40-year-old, 42-year-old performer. Is he, is he a singer? Yes. He's a singer. Uh... 42-year-old singer who's been in the bill. Okay, clue number four. <laughs> this is... Right, okay. Formed a band in early 2000. From Boyzone? No, formed a band in early 2000. Formed a band? I'm going to say... 42-year-old who's been in the bill who formed a band in 2000. So he's, I guess he's, a, he's, he's... Well, mate, it could, be, it could be a girl group, you know? Why are you, why are you be, obsessing okay. the fact it's a he? Might it be, could it be Suzanne Shaw? No. Um, one, Is she in Steps? Is she in Steps? One, no, no, no. One... The MTV Asia Award for Favourite Pop Act in 2003. <laughs> oh my God. Are you serious? Look, this is your agent, mate. This is not me. Okay, this should be a bit easier. Took part in Dancing on Ice. H. Sorry? H. No. 
was partnered with Maria Filipov. Was it Gareth Gates? No. <laughs> I'm going to say, oh, Maria Filipov. Who was with Maria Filipov? Maria Filipov. Last clue, because this okay, is it. Duncan, J- Duncan James. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Oh, yeah. I love Duncan James. He hey, you had one, mate, you had one clue it. left. One clue left. What was it? Came third in the same series as you. Oh, Ooh. man. Can I say, if, if he's on the line, what a legend he is. Duncan James. Gee, have you seen him in Rocky? Is it, uh, I think, the Rocky Horror Show? He's there he is. There he is, Duncan. Where is he? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brax, just before Brax says hello, he got you. I had eight clues to give him, right? On who the, you're a mystery guest, by the way. He didn't know you were coming on. And I, he, he had eight clues. He got it on the seventh. So, oh, okay. so clearly he doesn't know you that well. <laughs> it's been a long I, time. My friend, listen, can I just say, can I just say when we were doing... I, I had a man crush on you. I think you're possibly the best looking bloke I've ever met in my life. Oh, <laughs> and you're still looking good. Look at the state of me and Nick Easter. How's life? Because um, do you know what? You've got all these awards for uh, the Rocky Horror Show. And uh, is it the, not the Rocky? What was it? The uh, Was it the Rocky Horror? What was the uh, Rocky you, Horror, yeah. Yeah, but you've got all these awards. And when you dressed up, you look amazing. So I'd love to have come to. Are you doing any more shows? Because I'd love to come to one like that. I don't think anybody's doing any shows at the mirror at the moment. It's just all been no. crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I've not seen you, Kieran, in 30 years. How have you been, mate? Are you still skating? No, no, no. Have a little look at that. You see, wow. you've aged quite well. I know, yeah, exactly. You see that? Got... Polite. Oh, no, I'm jealous. I'm That'd really jealous. Shocking. Dun- Duncan, I want to know. I'm struggling to believe, right? I've seen your dance moves, you know, especially for Blue in the videos. <laughs> Not, not probably not many rehearsals. I'm struggling to understand how Kieran pipped you to the post in the Listen, uh, Nancy on Ice in 2007. Kieran uh, was all—he was very strong. He was very powerful. He could—he could get his uh, dance partner right above his head very easily. And back then, I wasn't—I wasn't a gym boy back then. And I uh, oh, look at you now. Yeah. Oh, mate, I heard it had something to do. I heard it had something to do with secret meetings and uh, st- stayovers at the hotel with the judges. Is that not true? <laughs> that, helps. that helps, my man. Eh? So, yeah, listen. Not knocking on, uh, knocking on Christopher Dean and Jane Torval's door. I heard quite regularly, or ordering them yeah. room service. Duncan, I keep seeing pictures of you sort of uh, coming out of the gym. You look like you're keeping in shape in lockdown. You're still doing your weights. I'm trying. I've got a little home set up, like just behind me in the corner there. I'm just. I'm, oh. I'm in lockdown with my mum. But I oh, tell you great. what, I'm missing the gym so much. It's horrible, man. It's really. Uh, it's that whole social aspect of going to the gym and, you know, yeah. I miss all that. I miss all of that. So are you still if, skating, Kieran? No, I haven't skated in years, mate. I mean, I, I did a tour, did my own tour. I did all that. I had a great time. But you know what? I had to get a real job. So life's a bit different for me now. My kids are growing up. Uh, so, yeah, no, life is good. But I keep seeing you popping up everywhere and all sorts of shows, getting awards. So how's it? how's life been locked down for, a, for, you know, for a celebrity, you know, actor, singer? Uh, it must be ch- tough at the moment, is it? I think I think we're all in the same boat, and that's the only way I can get through it mentally in my head. You know, like all the theatres are closed. We don't know when they're going to open. Nobody's kind of telling us anything. And it's difficult for, for live work because, as you know, I, I base my, my work on performing on a stage with a group of 
people watching. Yeah. So, you know, all live gigs at the moment, we can't fly and do gigs around the world. Everything's just kind of stopped. But having said that, I'm really enjoying spending some time with my mum, quality time with my mum, cooking. She's so, she's a character, isn't she? She's amazing. She's all <laughs> Tell us some stories. Tell us some stories. <laughs> you know, it's just me and my mum. We're, we're very close. It's just, we don't have any, I don't have any brothers or sisters, no dad or anything. So literally me and my mum are very close. So, it's been really nice for me just getting to spend some more time with the quality time. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's great, mate. It's yeah. great. Listen, um, just regards, you know, you, you being a performer, it's so different, isn't it? So sport was back with the Bundesliga. But of course, that's a competition. So they have to, you know, try yeah. and get the end results. Um, yeah. And I don't know whether you watched or flicked. I flicked it over for maybe five minutes or something. Yeah, it's just not the same. But, um, you know... For, for, for you performing in the theatre on stage, if, if you sort of had, you know, I don't know, maybe a fifth or a quarter of the audience there, um, you know, just talk through, you know, in terms of the buzz and the atmosphere, you know, how that would feel. Um, because watching that Bundesliga, it was, it was the acoustics and the eeriness of it that was actually probably um, yeah. the, the biggest sort of shock in terms of watching live sport on telly. I think I think look, I think everything's going to change from the world that we've known, and that's what's really scary. And it's the unknown is also the, the scary thing. I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, every year I do pantos, pantomimes at Christmas. I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen this year. I don't know how they're going to socially distance people unless they get a vaccine. Um, it's just it's just really un- everything's just really uncertain. I think the world won't be able to get back to its feet until we get this vaccine, which I heard is is hopefully going to be in the autumn now. So we'll see. Yeah. Did you ever, Duncan? Did you ever, um, did you ever play rugby at school? Because um, if me and Nick, were, if I was to pick a position for you in in, uh, in rugby, I reckon you'd be a an inside centre. What do you reckon, Nick? Look at that. Hey, I was going to, I was going to say, mate, he's got a bit of the Henry Slade about him, hasn't he? Yeah. I'll tell you yeah, what, when yeah. I was a kid, when I was a little boy at school, and I used to play rugby, I hated it. By the way, because I was really little, I was the smallest in my class, I was tiny. So they all, they always make me be a rook. <laughs> Stick yeah, you in there, cannon fodder. I was, crash test, I was, crash test I was, dummy. That was the crash test, and I hated it because I always used to get absolutely beaten and uh, covered in mud. And um, yeah, it was just horrible because I was literally the tiniest. And I'm, I'm quite lucky. I, I grew up to be quite a, a bulkier guy, but um, but yeah, I used to hate it. But I was quick. I was fast. So they used to use me to because I was I was fast. Just out of interest, I think, you know, Blue had the reunion and sort of coming, you know, every now and again doing tours. Is is that on the horizon as well? I mean, you know, that sort of there's always a a want to get these, you know, boy bands back and touring and stuff. Is that is there anything in the future? You know, I never say never to stuff, but at the moment, everything's like on hold. Nobody really knows what's going on. I was going to be doing a show this year, but it's been pushed back to next year. So I'm really kind of a bit like, like up in our, I just, I just don't know, and it's just annoying to not know because I'd like to have a bit of a plan of where I'm going in my life. But, but at the at the same time, like I said, I'm, I'm quite happy just plodding along, and um, we'll just figure it out, I guess, when we get there. But who knows, Kieran? You know, I never say never. No, never, never say never. Say. I mean, how much, how much sort of training, if you like it, do you do? Sort of voice or dance moves, acting. Um, how much oh, have you been God. doing? Have you just been enjoying your time with your mum, learning yeah, how to cook her recipes? I've done a couple of like online stuff. I did a little singing thing, which was nice with a couple of people, friends of mine, and we did that. And then, you know, I seem to be doing all these Zoom meetings a lot every day now, which is crazy. But 
you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just chilling, really, with my mum. I, I, my biggest thing is I can't get to the gym. Luckily, we back, we're backed onto a golf course, so it's been, it was quite handy because I could take my bike, my mountain bike, and go riding around the golf course. I'm sure the golf owner is going to be annoyed because they've got bike marks <laughs> everywhere now. But now but they're I, back, yeah. aren't they? So you can't do no, it you anymore. Can, no, you could go and have a hit. Back now. Take the game up. Take the game up, mate. You're going to go and have a hit. Yeah. Do you know what? I might, it's just literally out the back of my house, so I might, might have to start taking up golf. Kieran, do you play? Dude, I'm pretty bad though, mate. I mean, uh, you yeah. know, I'd hack that course. Uh, you're probably in a nice area. Are you Hampstead? Is that where you are? are you? Are no, you I'm down in Surrey. Ah, down in Okay, yeah. I'm, down I'm like Walton on Thames, Waybridge, Shepherd, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, near mate. you, Nick. You, mate, nice, but listen, uh, can I just can I just say I loved I loved your company on Dance United. We had a great crack together. We did, didn't we? We had a, some great tours together, and. Uh, yeah, you were you were one of the nicest, funniest, uh, most entertaining. Had some great nights out with you, and uh, I'm so ple- I'm so pleased I've got your ne- got your name right after the clues. I would have killed myself if I got that. What one. were the clues then? What kind of clues were uh, they? It, no, it, they were really hard. The first one was um, he's an only child. Okay, only child. I was like, they, then he said down in Dorset, and then they said you're in the bill, and I was going down Dorset in the bill. I was like, what? And then formed a band in 2000. And then I was thinking Steps, Lisa and Steps. And then it said Suzanne Shaw. And then, and then it got to, um, yeah, it just got to you with um, uh, Maria. Uh, who was your partner? It was uh, Maria. Yeah, Maria. Maria. And then after, straight away I went, Gareth Gates. And then I went, no. And I was like, oh, oh Duncan. Blue. Oh, you yeah, got it. Perfect. What, was the, what was your girl called, your partner? Um, Mel. Uh, Melanie, Mel- Melanie Lambert, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever yeah, still yes. speak to them? Do you ever still speak no, to them? No, I haven't spoken to them in years, years. Yeah, or yeah. just, are you watching it now then? It was a big, big surprise. Did you watch the, the, the recent one where Joe, Joe Swatch won, didn't they? Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I, I did watch it. I, I thought Perry was going to win it. I was oh, like, Perry was amazing, wasn't was he? It's a popularity show at the end of the yeah. day, isn't it? And as I well, was, you know. I was, I was always a fan of Jason Gardner being on the panel, but um, I, I wasn't. He, yeah, me too. Feels I was weird, a little bit like it? I'm sure it's John Barryman at first. Now he's all right. He's okay. Yeah, no, he's he's good. He's good. But I just was a little bit like um, I miss Jason. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think everyone does a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but it was a bit a big surprise that uh, Perry didn't win. But you know what? That's it. You know that that's yeah. maybe. I mean, I, I had a great time. I loved it. Any any reality TV show on the horizon for you? You'd be great in you know, the things they do. Oh, I don't know. Would you do Strictly? Well, they don't cross them over, do they? I can't dance, mate. Listen, I can skate. I've seen you dance. I've seen you dance. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Those uh, those sequins, they'll need a fair few replacements, won't they, with that toilet? Probably a few splits going on during a live performance, I'd imagine. Listen, mate, it took me four weeks for Duncan to persuade me because I looked like a ghost on Dance Nice. He said, Kieran have a spray tan. And I was like, oh no, the rugby lads would give me so much abuse. After four weeks looking like a ghost, I came out looking like I'd just been to Barbados. I looked amazing. <laughs> and I had them, I had them every week after you that. Did. And even after it, even after dancing eyes were over, I was still allowed them. So there you go. It. it rubbed off on me. Listen, thanks Love for your it. time, mate. You're a star. No thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, listen, Cheers, take mate. care. And enjoy the lockdown with your mum. Send yeah, hopefully not too long, mate. Yeah, take care, guys. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers. See you. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter. Hello, Spencer. Hello, mate. How are you getting on? Uh, not too bad. You're looking very fit. 
You look, oh. look at that lock, look at that lockdown haircut, Spencer. You, you've got a much better face than me, but I'm sort of look at that. Look at the state oh. of that thing. I'm not convinced that's necessarily the case, but there we go. You kind of look at these internet trends and you go, God, what a pack of, pack of animals. But then actually, it's, it's really handy, isn't it? Who did yours, what, by the way? Mate, what has gone on there? What has gone on on I just, I just got rid of all of it, mate. Went nice and low. Who did it? The wife? Did Vogue do it? Or did you... Did you... She, did, she did the... But it's, it's a little tufty in areas here, look. It's not quite... It's not perfect. <laughs> then again, neither, neither am I, so... <laughs> accurate representation Spencer welcome to Rocket it's great to have you on I mean we, we seem to be having real stars on this show we had Duncan James so we're getting the best looking blokes that we can find who are willing to talk to us and um, just, we, we, the first thing we want to do though is we want to uh, sort of apportion you a position in, in the oh, game of rugby yeah. Nick I don't know what you think but I'm kind of thinking you see Duncan James looked to me more like an inside centre but You've got the looks, and I think um, I know you've lost a bit of weight, and you've changed your life around, and you're drinking less. And we'll talk about that more later. But the position I reckon, Nick, I don't know what you think. Maybe outside centre. What do you reckon? Now he's lost a bit of weight and looking cool. I'll take it. Yeah, he, he, look, he looks like he's got the uh, he's got he's going to improve the acceleration for the outside break. In the outside, it's going to complement the built-up uh, figure of Duncan James that we saw earlier today. There you go. Did you ever, I think we've got did a you good ever play rugby? I know you went to Eton and stuff, and, uh, and and they love their rugby. But were you a rugby rugby guy? I I, I did play rugby. Um, I certainly wasn't. I was in the. I had a an interesting kind of progression through the rugby teams. So I, I, yeah. I had the misfortune of going to a French prep school. And they were all a bit wet. Um, right. Okay. And we didn't. I mean, we didn't play any kind of rugby there. And then basically got to got got ended up at. Uh, Eaton and had never played rugby before, but loved sport, like love, love sport, love competing and uh, started off and I was substitute prop for the ease <laughs> in my first year. And then in my yeah. second year, I was hooker for the A's. So wow. Brilliant. Everyone thought that the coach fancied me, but actually I was just naturally skilled <laughs> to be a hooker. You know? so, so, Very uh, apt. Yeah, no, I just I leapfrogged all the teams and went in. I I, I loved it. I think it, it's my favourite sport. I don't play it now, but it's um I love watching it, and I just think it's uh, and it's a pleasure, by the way, to be on your guys' podcast. Thank you very much oh, for thinking no, no. of me. No, well, but, that's good news because my my nephew is uh, my nephews are at uh, are at Eton, and one of them's in the in the B team and not very happy, but should should be moving up like you, and the other one's in the A team. So. But from, uh, but from, I mean, you've done all sorts. I know you won the jump and um, we, we loved you and made in Chelsea and all the other things you're doing. And great, you've turned your life around. But at the moment in lockdown, I have turned, I don't, I'm not really a drinker, I've turned to drink. But you, you've done the opposite, haven't you? You've done the absolute opposite. Yeah, my drinking was pretty bad, though, to be honest, mate. So, like, I, I always had jobs where drinking was very normal. It's not to blame my behaviour on, on, on work, but I was, a, I was a broker in the city and, Boozing's pretty normal. Do you know Johnny Barrett? Jo Johnny Barrett, he played for the... He, he, anyway, he's, he's a big rugby guy. Right. Um, he'll be able to tell you. It's like, you know, drinking at lunch, really regular. Then I kind yeah. of worked in nightclubs for a bit where obviously there's, there's plenty yeah. of drinking going on. Um, and then I went into TV and it's kind of, you know, you're expected to be this uh, very social, kind of always out. So I always had an excuse to drink. And as a result of that, I always drank to excess. And, uh, and it's fine when you're young, when you're like early 20s, you know, you, oh, can, yeah. you can batter yourself and be fine the next day. Yeah. And it kind of catches up with you. And then when your priorities shift and you become 
a more responsible adult, you can handle the excessive drinking worse. You yeah. Know? And I yeah. just began, I, I, I noticed a real lazy streak in me and I was just really, um, I wasn't the person that I kind of wanted to be and I was impending and fatherhood was knocking on the door. My wife was getting a bit bored of my kind of, you know, constant excuses to always be drinking. And, uh, yeah. and it was, there was a wake up moment for me where I just thought, actually, we'll knock it on the head. And then when I did knock it on the head, there was very little in the way of, um, alternatives or replacements uh, and thought you know it might as well make a business out of out of this and, and we, we're doing all right which is great just remind us of that so you see the thing is my father-in-law does drink uh, low alcoholic beer and I, I guess when I drink it I kind of feel like well what's the point in a way yeah. kind of but actually um I've tried it and it's quite nice I suppose it's what's the appeal so you're company it's it's gin but it's very low alcohol and then it's more about the taste than about getting drunk isn't it yeah, I think it was gin. We launched rum today, actually. So clean rum's right. just come out. Hence the Hawaiian shirt. I've just been like doing. A, I've just been doing like a, a rum cocktail uh, live. But um, but no, it, it's kind of. It, I feel that a lot of people, um, everyone can relate to drinking too much, right? So it's not necessarily yeah. about sobriety or or going clean, like I have. It's just you know nobody loves a hangover. People drink kind of more than they they should, and they and they know they're doing it. So it's, it's yeah people uh, an alternative to exist alongside alcohol so if you're out and you know and you're at Twickenham for example yeah. you know you're probably going to bash 20 drinks <laughs> and you're going to get yeah. home and you're going to feel like shit and you've got a kid and and the following day you know maybe do 10 alcoholic drinks and a few clean drinks and maybe you'll feel a bit yeah. for it you know it's, it's it's a way of um not having your social life impacted or your behavior impacted sure. uh, but you, you can still drink and have that kind of experience of having somebody mix you uh, a grown-up drink so that you can socialize yeah. without the negative effects of the alcohol but we're definitely not a sobriety brand i just no. have to be sober but it's more for moderation i suppose I think it's great. I mean, and I think in a way it couldn't have come at a better time, really, when you think about it in lockdown. And actually, initially, a lot of people I know were all going, oh, having a drink, have another drink. And actually, it does get a bit boring. I mean, going back, though, for me, and I'd be interested for you, uh, I always felt in the drinking culture in rugby, it was about who could do the most stupid thing, who could uh, drink the most, and who would end up getting sick. And that was sort of almost a badge of honour. I mean, yeah. these are the amateur days. I mean, the sort of things we did... You know, if you got sick, you'd have to then drink your own sick. It was just, yeah, yeah. it just got ridiculous. But in a way, there was always an embarrassment about kind of like not drinking. I mean, the ones who sort of decided to have one or two were just ridiculed. And I think yeah. the world is changing massively yeah, yeah. now. And I think, you know, whilst the sort of like low alcoholic drink is sort of favorites to over 30s who want to reduce the weight, but actually, it's yeah. now becoming, it's a bit like smoking, really. You know, everyone just used to smoke all the time. And yeah. now it's sort of frowned upon. And actually, I think you're right. It's the, the culture is definitely changing to want something different. And that's what you're doing. Well, I think nobody, nobody's denying that a few drinks is good fun, right? It's just, yeah. it's just you know, it's the, the actual feeling of being drunk is kind of very rarely pleasurable, you know? So it's, yeah. it's more, you know, for me who drank too much and too often, yeah. I would have, I would really struggle to control my alcohol intake. So, you know, I yeah. would, I would drink and drink and drink until I was just like, 
you know, useless. And, and it's kind of yeah. like, well, what's the point? And it's really unhealthy. Yeah. And, you know, when you're on rugby tour, obviously I've never, never played sport to the degree that you guys have. But yeah. we had, I played rugby for USC, the University of Southern California. And we went on tour in Vegas and we were drinking oh. out of boots and you know, drinking, <laughs> drinking until you can barely stand. And yeah, of course, it's a good time. But, you know, for me yeah. anyway, and a lot of people are able to drink and control their drinking. Just for me, I know that I often drank when I didn't really yeah. want to drink. But it was yeah. just like, I'm the life and soul. I'm the loudest. I'm the funniest. Yeah. So I'm going to have a shot of tequila. And, and like, actually, for me, life is far more fun without it. I just I operate yeah. at a higher level. Are you, uh, were, you, were you a good drunk? You see, there's varies of, of, of what people go to, you know. So in a rugby team, you could have a front row forward who, when they drink, become become like a big teddy bear and a lover fight. And then you'll yeah. have a scrum half like me or a winger, sort of dark destroyer. And as soon as they get a drink inside, they're so aggressive and yeah. they're just like a bomb scare wherever you go. And it's just like everyone's so different. But were you, a, what were you? Were you like a, were you a, were you a funny, good drunk, loud, flamboyant? I think I was one of the worst kind because I, I could, oh, really? No, no, no. Like I wasn't, I wasn't aggressive or horrible or anything, but I would. I could take an, an enormous amount of, of wow. drink and just be kind of normal, or at least I would appear to be normal. But <laughs> yeah. you know, it's really bad for you. Towards the very end of my drinking, I I, I could do. I was doing a bottle of whiskey in in, <gasps> and, and, I, and I'd still just be sat there like watching a film, and, and, I'd wow. and then I'd have another whiskey, and then I'd have another whiskey, and like. Yeah, it's just what's the point then? It's so bad yeah. for you, but also your body. Like you know, if you drink like that to a certain degree, you'll die young. You know, like of course it, you will. Like, and yeah. and I, I was, I was, I could handle my drink really well, which didn't help. Yeah. I was never sick. Yeah. I never didn't find my way home, or yeah. I could always drink and drink and drink and drink and drink, and then still, which is unhelpful. I find. I think you know, my wife, if she has three glasses of wine. She, Fucking totals, do you know what I mean? So, so, so she can't. And if she and Same. if she and she'll wake up the following morning and she'll feel anxious and down in the dumps for like two days. So she just yeah. doesn't drink very often. Whereas with me, yeah. I never, I could just drink so, all the time. So I mean, I don't know. I know you love your sport and you like going to Twicken and stuff, but it's a bit weird, isn't it, at the moment with no sport on TV and no yeah. rugby, and and they're looking now that they're going to cancel the the autumn internationals where we had great ones, New Zealand, Australia. I think it was Tonga and Argentina, and um, and all the club rugby at the moment suspended until we till we get back to play. So that's a bit weird. Are you missing watching live rugby? Absolutely, mate. No, I love rugby, and I think there's something very British about about rugby. Obviously, us kind of creating the sport, and our teams are also great. And you know, it's a uh, it's a real shame um, that that it's cancelled. Obviously, these uh, you know, I'm not going to say they're unprecedented times because you so, hear it so often, but it's yeah. But you know that the, the world's a pretty strange place at the minute. So I think, in terms of sacrifice, I think we can all kind of manage it. But yeah, it's a real shame, of course. Like it's, it's part of it's part of our culture, part of our life, isn't it? Rugby, and it's uh, yeah, I think, I think it's fantastic. Well, I, I'm not a football fan, uh, so it's easy for me to be a big rugby fan. I've, just, I've never liked football. I just can't can't do it's, it. Well, who's your who's your rugby team then? As in like club team? Have you got one? You're gonna. I know you're gonna say Harlequins. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm quite, I've always quite liked the Wasps, but I think that's... Oh, what, really? Oh, Lawrence I think Delalio it's because of, like, like you know, London and from a young age, I, I just yeah. I like I like their stripes. And, like, you know, I, I'm not... I, I love sport, but I'm not a die-hard fan of any particular no. team in anything. Like, if no. like I, I love a good tennis match. I love a good rugby match. You know, as long as the game is played well and beautifully. Yeah. I, 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 obviously, when England are playing, I want England to win, right? But, yeah. like, almost... 
you know, the World Cup was so disappointing, wasn't it? But it was, it's like, yeah. But like, New, but that New Zealand game was like the best thing I've ever seen. You know, Amazing, the, yeah. So I think it's great. I think it's sport, isn't it? You know, you you know yeah. much better than me. But I like back when everyone used to follow a football team or or whatever, and you get, you know, when I was I can remember when I was a teenager, some of my mates would be like so down in the dumps and like upset when <laughs> Arsenal lost that they like wouldn't yeah. get out of the house. It's like yeah. you're not a fucking Arsenal footballer. Who cares? No. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, well, I, well, I, 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 you, know, you see, I, I follow my football, and I'm a Liverpool supporter, so I'm, I'm oh devastated at the moment. So we have to win the league by hook or by crook, all right? So what I'll be devastated. What do you think they'll do with that? I, do you know what? I don't know. They've got to give it to you. They've got, they've got to give it to you. Well, either that, or I mean, look, they've got return to play now in Germany, so it would be very bizarre for England to sort of the players to strike and say, "I'm not doing." It. I think the, the players who don't want to play, to some extent, might don't be want Liverpool. to. <laughs> yeah, don't play for Liverpool, but also might be in a team that are close to relegation. But um, no, it's uh, no, it's it's interesting. This week is now Mental Health Week, and uh, and I wondered if you'd had any instances in family and friends or whatever, and and and, and what your take? I talk quite openly. I had terrible OCD, which yeah. is sort of like a very unusual disorder, but um, it's very prevalent now in rugby. The RPA are getting phone calls on a daily basis from yeah. players who are struggling. And be interesting from from your world of celebrities, whether you know how 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 sort of important that is to talk about. Um, I, well, for a start, I, I don't I, I don't consider myself to be a celebrity, but I don't know if it's yeah. good or a bad thing nowadays. But any, anyway, uh, you know, my yeah. life has changed a, a lot, and I, yeah. I I kind of very rarely seek attention now. But anyway, right. my wife is my wife is an anxious person, so she has she sometimes has the occasional. She, I mean, she's wonderful, best friend in the world, but she occasionally has these dark kind of days, and there's no there's no kind of helping it. And I yeah. I I've always been quite a thick skinned person and, and kind of you know nastiness and and whatever and all the social media stuff kind of drips off my back like water off a duck it's this yeah. really I've I've I can safely say that I don't my mental health has never I felt always been fine and never really kind of suffered I never really understood what anxiety was until I met Vogue I never took it particularly seriously I thought anxiety no. was a word that was thrown around by kids of course. In school type thing yeah and, and it turns out obviously it's a very serious thing and, and it's um I just think talking about it openly can be helpful if I'm going to share my actual opinion is that I, I think talking about it in a positive way is helpful yeah. I think you know, taking to social media if you're very followed or you are an actual celebrity. Yeah. And 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 you're just kind of expressing weakness, but in a not positive way, if you're just constantly just moaning about yeah, sure. life, how how hard life is, it's it's yeah. hard to see how that's helpful to anyone. Yeah. Like, like some people well, are just very negative all the time yeah. about their experiences with mental health. I I personally would like to see people in positions where of influence be a bit more positive about yeah. what you can do to help others instead of just say, essentially saying oh, I'm really famous and I'm down yeah. all the time as well. It's like yeah. try and try and be positive. No. Yeah, and no, I think you're right, and and I think I think half the problem is interesting that um, Nick Easter. Um, Who's who can't get on the line because his his kids on Wi-Fi. He's struggling to get on, but he he was absolutely fine during his rugby career. I really really struggled, and I think it's the different personalities. It doesn't matter whether you are 
inmate in Chelsea or you're a model yeah. or you're a sportsman or you're a binman, you know, it affects yeah. people very differently. And I think you're right. I think, I think, I think the harder role that anyone has to play is the role you have to play. And certainly for my wife trying to understand, well, what the hell's going on with this guy? And then I think when I was growing up, even when I was playing at the early age, when I wasn't affected by mental health, it was later in my career. You know, I always thought I was kind of like, well, man up, you know, what's wrong with you? Just get over it. And that's I think that's rugby yeah, as well, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying at all that I had a difficult childhood because obviously no. I didn't had a you know family of very close and I had I had a, a wonderful upbringing, but there was definitely an element of that. If I if I was sad or upset about something, it was like oh stop you know stop whinging, yeah. stop whinging you know, and yeah, then, yeah. like in a kind of like playful way to the point where now I whinge about absolutely nothing ever, you know, and it's yeah. kind of like, and now if somebody's whinging, I'm just like why is he whinging, you know? So, so like for me, I don't know, it's it's. It's a tricky one. I don't think social media helps at all. I think social media is awful and terrible, Mm. actually. Mm. I think it's a a real danger to society and youth, um, personally. Uh, I I, I think if you have a business that you're looking to promote, then it's great. If you're looking to promote yourself in a way, fine. It's kind of like, I, I just think it's, it's very hard to get any sense of reality out of social media. And everyone is people are kind of well actually nobody's unkind to me because i think it's it's a known thing that i don't really care about it i'm not i don't have yeah. time on it yeah. but some people can be really unkind like people oh, are yeah. unkind to my wife who's kind of pregnant he's, he's seven months pregnant and yeah you know, she's constantly being battered about being fat or whatever it's just like yeah i don't i don't understand why anyone would bother so we did a podcast today my wife and i we were talking about yeah. we were talking about accessibility in social media and how you know, I haven't given my phone number to you yet. You're contacting me and messaging you. It's like I don't fucking know who you are, mate. It's like, rather you didn't talk to me. Um, but some people, I guess, can take it and leave it, and some get yeah. by it. It's like kind of Daily Mail comments. You know, even if you've yeah. done five minutes of television, you know, you're you're putting yourself up to just being a an absolute sitting duck. Like I will always be a pompous rich lazy kid who lives off his dad always for the yeah, rest of my life yeah. it's like that's just not the not true but, you, but the, the thing is though you you are sort of um i think you're hardened enough to sort of reason it and sort of get it right in your mind about and contextualize everything and go i don't care that you think that but there are people i think who who for one reason or another you know who have struggled in their life who don't have those those strengths that you obviously do have i mean you know if someone puts something nasty on me online, I'm a bit like, I don't give a shit. But I can imagine if someone did about my wife, you know, I'd get up, but she'd be really upset. So I think people gradually work out their barriers, which you obviously have, and and which is fantastic. But I don't think, I don't think everyone's as strong as, as, as yourself, you know, and that's something to consider. I think it's just just important to remember kind of who matters to you and whose, whose opinions are important to you. Like how many people, how many people do you love? Right. And like, Actually, ask yourself, right? How many people would I step in front of a bus for? You know, and yeah. there's probably like I don't know your your immediate family, and then maybe yeah. in my case, three people. Yeah, yeah. something like that. So it's like, I don't, do you like the way I said immediate family? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dozens. No. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, there. Uh, so, so it's, yeah, so it's like so there's that, and then and then it's kind of like well, their opinions matter, and then you've yeah. got your kind of friend group, and and, and then yeah, you've yeah. got people who you've never met and will never know. And their opinions really shouldn't matter, you know, about, yeah, absolutely. about you and your life and whether or not you're a good dad or whether or not you're yeah. funny or whether or not you're rich. Yeah. Or, it doesn't fucking matter, mate. Like, like, no, it's exactly. Just, just, I don't, but, you know. 
But the interesting thing is you look really well at the moment, okay? And I'll tell you why you look really well at the moment. Okay, you've got clean living and everything. You've cut your hair, you look great. You've you've got one child. You've got another one on the way, which I believe is that right? Little girl, just, right? Look, oh, that's fantastic. Now what you need, I've got three boys, okay? So I'm gonna I'm gonna contact you again in about two, three years' time when you've got three kids and let's see how how you look then, all right? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll be I'll be battered. I'll have a big raccoon eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's great, yeah, and, and that's that's the kind of that's the main positive, isn't it, to take out of lockdown. Yeah. You get to spend more time with your family. This I have to quite like my wife, so you know that's Oh well that's good. Oh well that's good. Well good luck with Good luck with the impending uh, uh, second one, and I hope it goes well. And uh, thanks for being open and honest. We loved you on the show. You Thank are you. our outside centre. Um, so thanks very much, mate. Just don't send anyone good my way, yeah? All good. All right, OK. Cheers, Cheers mate. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for being a gent. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. See you, bye. Rocket with Kieran Bracken and Nick Easter. Thanks for listening to Rocket, myself and Nick Easter. We'll be back with you next week. Have a good one.